I was coming back from being in Toronto for two days, then seeing clients, then speaking at a women's event all day, staying on plan at the like cookies and muffins. And then I was like, no, actually, I have a fun hack. I started to be like, if do you want a cookie? I actually hear them say, do you want some ass fat? Because <laughs> <laughs> I hold some some body tissue in my bum. So I'm like, nope, because <laughs> that's what it's going to turn into. Oh <laughs> and so it's a fun game I play when they're like, do you want cheesecake? I'm like, I do want cheesecake, but do I want ass fat? No, because this is, this is what I'm committed to right now. It's, it's not about deprivation, it's about choice. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Jenna. I am so pumped to speak with you today. Thanks for taking the time to come on. And we're doing this live with our YBBers, Your Best Body group. I'm excited. I've, I've just printed my notes. My computer wasn't connected. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. So you've been coaching with me for a few months in the Your Best Body program. We met through Archangel community through Geo and Steph. And we connected instantly because you are a big thinker and I'm so with you on that. And you help achievers that think big and feel deeply through. And I think that is so awesome because we need more of that. And through our coaching together, you've come to reveal a few things that I think would be super helpful for all of our YBBers and our listeners today. Um, but before we get into all of the mindset shifts that you're going to share with us, how about you introduce yourself and tell us how you started? Like, how did you start your coaching business? First of all, oh my goodness, all oh, way back in the day. So I was in a car accident when I was 15 and that led me to kind of like reverse Benjamin button, like need to deal with my body as if I was older, right? Like chronic pain and energy and doctor's appointments. And, you know, I'm not alone with that. Many other people are like, yeah, me too. I was in a car accident too. Anyway, so it can really just change your perspective as a young person on this is my body. Mm -hmm. And, um, and with our work together, there's also, you know, speaking about body image as well, being a teenager, um, you know, weight and emotional eating to deal with pain, which I'll speak about later became a big thing as well. Like when you can't, work out. And honestly, if you work out, the insurance company has spies, it's super creepy. And then they'll be like, well, she was fine. So don't pay her the things she needs to get better. So it's this really weird <laughs> situation, but mm -hmm. either way, it led me to Reiki energy work when I was 15. So, and I was always attuned in when I say work with like 
big thinkers that feel deeply. It's, I don't resonate with bro culture, go hard or go home and like get out of your comfort zone all the time. Like, I'm just like, no, give me a blanket. <laughs> like, let me chill, but also let me go kill it when I go on stage. And so I have this high achiever, but I also don't want to abuse myself. Mm. So, you know, strange, <laughs> but um, it just doesn't work for me. And so uh, from a young age, uh, and then my Reiki master, her boyfriend was a bodybuilder. And so she eventually was just like, you know, I don't think you're comfortable in your body. Like, what do you want to do something? And um, I, I live in a small town and it's just like, you're either an athlete or you're not. And then your body's just your body. There was just this really strange lack of information before Instagram and all of the things, which is its own problem now, too much information. But it was just like, this is my body type. How do I change it? But the idea of nutrition to build my body back up on top of healing from the car accident and empowering myself and having a body vehicle that doesn't feel like a prison was obviously very inspiring. And so she taught me that bodybuilder lifestyle when I was 18, 19, or no, maybe I was like 20. So then I went to university and um, ended up dating a football player. And so like fitness became fun and nutrition just became what you do. And um, but my, my coaching business comes from <laughs> part of body image stuff was becoming a singer and being like, I'm going to be the next Celine Dion. I am the best singer in the world. This is a sure thing. <laughs> and then fast forward to being 24 with $40,000 in debt. And the Canadian music industry doesn't exactly pay well. Like you're paying more for your musicians than you're making. And I was like, what am I going to do? But I was in the gym and people would ask me questions because I was like, in order to be a singer, I need to be hot. So I had this like strong, almost obsessive, I was a little obsessed uh, with being <laughs> lean. <laughs> and, uh, but then it gave me a job. And so I was a personal trainer, which was like, hilarious to my inner teenager of like, what are we doing? Um, and hanging out with people two to three times a week ended up that their whole lives would change. Like literally mm -hmm. one client who is young, young girl like me. So she, I really felt her and she, she was overweight. She was a sensitive girl. So she used food to soothe herself and gave her the weight training, inspired her, showed her who she was. She became more of who she was. And then it was easy. And then that led to me becoming a psychotherapist. I was like, this is cool. Let's do this. Became a psychotherapist at 26, then continued with energy work and met a shaman mentor and learned indigenous nature-based teachings that have been on all continents forever since ever. And it just was so BS proof. I was like, it resonated with my entire body. We're all connected. We're part of nature. Nature's talking to us. We're part of creation. If creation created you to be here, it's not here to mess with you. It's here to help you and guide you, but you need to know how to listen, which is part of what we'll be talking about today. So that led me to ontological coaching. <laughs> it's a little bit of a longer story than usual, but um, ontological coaching was the next step of just not wanting to heal the past with clients would come back and they'd work on their stuff. And then, and then what, right? Like, or they'd leave the session and not know, have any, not have any tools. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so between personal training, having a structure over a period of time to become a new person and to have the skills to be that new person and to have someone help you get there, plus psychotherapy, now this new skill of coaching and working online and giving me time freedom, everything came together. That was when I was about 29. And uh, since then, I've, I've really figured out a system of like, this is how humans are. This is like, we aren't, we aren't actually, we're so sophisticated, but we're not that complicated. Yeah. And to just simplify 
get the tools, how to tune your body, how to feel your feelings, how to manage your mind, and how to listen to nature talking to you, helping you become who you really are. Love it. Like following the nudges. And I don't, I think in this society that we live in right now, it's go, 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 or we're constantly looking at social media. Like we have no time to like really focus within unless you make the time. And then therefore you're not able to really be in tune with what's happening around you. Like how, like there's messages all the time, right? Like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of us here in the, your best body group, like you've come to me because you want to take better care of yourself. You want, you want to prioritize yourself and your health. And that does start. I feel like it does start with your physical body. Sometimes with, with most people it does. And then it's like, okay, no, no, no. I do need to work on my mindset because this is how I'm going to sustain and make maintain this, this living style for the rest of my life. Would you agree on, on that? I 100% agree. I think ultimately there's many rivers to the same ocean, meaning Mm -hmm. through your body, through your mind, through your spirit. So someone might have a spiritual awakening, but then they need to empower their body. However, in our society, we're very mind dominant. We're very tangible. It's real. If I can see it period done, it's real. If I can prove it or someone else has done it, the world of an integrated being is that your creator. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. you've gotten all of the distractions out of the way, the eat mindless eating the like, uh, not being in your body, not being like a puppy. Who's just like, I want to run like that, that gets reactivated and that's your intelligence. So your body is one portal to your intelligence. And then now you can't help but hear the messages, whether they're uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or not. Like, it's not always fun messages, by the way, like, can be. Like, uh-oh, <laughs> like, oh, 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 you know, like, oh, now I need to really look at, now I need to actually face this. Uh, so I see that a lot with clients too, where they're like, you know, a marriage that isn't working anymore. And not to say like, you need to change everything, but like, as soon as you take the distractions away and your truth is talking to you, yeah. like that, and you're empowering yourself, you're making commitments to yourself, you're building your self-esteem, you're building your self-power, you're, you're building your self-relationship with something like what you're creating with your clients. Yeah. In community. So it's so again, aligned with your, your highest nature. And so that opportunity to be more you in all areas, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when, and you guys might be finding this too. It's like, you are more aligned with yourself when you're taking care of yourself, you know, like, and I've, and I've been in this business since 2012, even longer before, but I have seen people become like transform themselves and they become more aligned where their marriages end up getting better or it gets worse. I've, yeah, I've seen it all where, yeah. yeah, Like there's been many divorces happen just because you're so in line, you know what you want. You're clear, right? One of the, this is how I want, this is why I wanted you to come on today because you sent me this voice note and you just said, Jenny, like I have been on plan. I feel so great. And I was like, I don't know. I can't remember where you were driving from, but like, you were just like having such a good day and you were driving by the LCBO and it was like pulling you there because you're like, yeah, I'm going to like treat myself for a glass of wine. Cause that's what you probably typically did before. So mm-hmm. how, like, and then you said, I'll let you tell the story because it was so awesome. <laughs> and you're like, I need to share this with everybody. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, such an innocuous message too. It's just like, oh, this is the thing I did today. But those are the moments that add up, right? That yeah. moment yeah. where 
yeah, I was coming back from being in Toronto for two days, then seeing clients, then speaking at an event, at a women's event all day, staying on plan at the like cookies and muffins. And then I was like, no, actually I have a fun hack. I started to be like, if, do you want a cookie? I actually hear them say, do you want some ass fat? Because <laughs> <laughs> I hold some, some body tissue in my bum. So I'm like, nope, because <laughs> that's what it's going to turn into. Oh <laughs> and so it's a fun game I play when they're like, do you want cheesecake? I'm like, I do want cheesecake, but do I want ass fat? No, because this is, this is what I'm committed to right now. It's, it's not about deprivation. It's about choice. And mm. what am I choosing? Um, cause I'm not a, like deprivation. And that's, that's my problem with like re- reacting to the diet culture. But anyway, back on track, I'm driving home. It's about a 25 minute drive, not a big deal. And so I'm like, I've been unplanned for two weeks. I could totally have a glass of wine. Like in my mind, I started, no, not me. My mind decided to start to tell me why I deserve it. And I, 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 it won't matter. And it, you know, kind of addiction snakes that just like yeah. talk to you. And uh, yeah. And then especially when you're driving or those sort of like in between moments when you're not busy and I just put on, I just, <laughs> just accelerated past it. I was like, Nope. <laughs> and I told myself, if you really, really, really want something, have it tomorrow. Like mm. just, just have it tomorrow. And then the next day I didn't want it. So it wasn't deprivation. It was choice. And that's so key for me that I'm not rebelling against something or I'm not contorting to something. So yeah. So, that, so that, and also dealing with the mind when you're tired, like I was definitely empty tank, like full spirit. I'm amazing. I'm living the life I want to live. I've made a like the talk went amazing, but it's a lot of energy. And like moms, like it's the same, you know, I'm not a mother, but I'm holding energy for groups. I'm holding energy for other humans. And it's a lot. And uh, those mind, the voices in your head, I call it like, just not you. It's, I distinguish the voices in my head are saying this. Yeah. And then the me that I am, I'm like, okay, but that, what do I want? And that takes time <laughs> to train that. I love that. And when you said like, when you said to, that you're going to give us some tips today about how to like get over those hurdles when you're tired. It like, it resonated to me because I'm a different person when I'm tired. If I've, if I didn't have any sleep the night before, I am just like unmotivated the next day. I don't really like, like I kind of like go through the motions, making myself work out. And like, I don't, I, you're more inclined not to stay on plan And I feel like when you're well-rested, you're like, yes, go, 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 go. So how do you get through those times when you're really tired, when you're just exhausted? And a lot of us here are moms, we're working moms. Like we have those days. More, yeah, a lot of them. And so are my clients, right? They're usually, you know, they've got a lot on their plate. And so I have a few things. I do have some notes that I put the link for, but for their podcast, you can put the link as well. Like that. Absolutely. Yeah across the board, but there's a, there's a concept. There's a few things. So an interesting fact is you're, um, so yes, being tired during the day, but after 8 PM, your frontal lobe, your executive functioning, um, thinks, okay, the sun's going down. We're going to go to sleep. So it's kind of shuts down. And that's when you like do the weird text messages to ex-boyfriends or eat the cookie or have a glass of wine. (laughs) Like that's when your feral reactive self comes out and is like, Oh, what if we do this? Like it, it, that's how they can creep in because your frontal lobe isn't as online 
And mm-hmm. to know that is, is interesting. Cause then you, when you notice those little creepers come in, you're like, oh, this is just, this is just my mind being tired. This is, this is just the noise. This is the record player. And it's usually mm-hmm. the same record. Like if you have a habit, you have an addictive habit that you use to distract, whether it's even scrolling on Instagram and then you just find yourself losing time and then not sleeping. And, you know, we do a lot of things to mess with ourselves if we yeah. let that voice come in. So after 8 p.m., just be mindful that you're not fully all there and don't try to have willpower and don't, don't just don't try, just not kind, just don't. And so just know that, okay, when I'm at the party, you know, prepared, like set your minds, like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to have any snacks and decide and then keep your commitment to yourself versus Mm -hmm. assuming I'm on plan. And of course I'm committed to myself. Just give yourself some extra resources to move Mm -hmm. through that. Um, The other concept that goes into that is the idea of HALT, H-A-L-T. It's a concept in recovery, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. (laughs) And so, yeah, if you miss your meal, like, okay, your body is, is starts to like switch into a different gear of reactivity. And then you're just going to eat what's in front of you because you are an animal. Like we have to embrace that we are animals. So if you start eating the sugar, you're going to want to eat more sugar, not because you're a weak person, but because you're an animal, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just are like, mm, yeah, I'm eating it's an instinct. It's instinct. It's so, so don't like, I find so many people try to be so harsh with themselves and like have it all together. And then even that becomes exhausting. So now you're dealing with that exhaustion plus life. And let's just simplify. So just hungry, angry, lonely, tired. If you're any one of those things, you need to deal with that thing first. And if it's hungry and you've eaten all the meals in your meal plan, have some water, move your body either gently or briskly, because maybe you're holding some energy which leads me to the next point, which is emotional management. So if your emotions are meant to move and they're processed by the body, they're not processed by the mind. Mm -hmm. So getting into your body, but I don't mean thinking about your body, (laughs) the amount of people (laughs) that I work with and they're like, I'm like, okay, get into your body. And then I can still see, I can feel things, right? So I can feel that they're in their head. And they just don't know how to get into their body. So you just start to use your sensations in your body as a friend. So feel your feet. And, and you don't, I don't know how my feet feel until I feel them. Yeah. Right? You, your mind can be like, my feet are fine. Or, you know, I kind of like rolled my ankle and then your mind is going to come up with something. But if you, in this moment with curiosity, awareness, and experiencing present moment, feel them, you're going to move into the body and the body processes emotions. If you get a full tank of unprocessed emotions, your mind's going to be unmanageable. Mm. And everyone knows what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Because it's true. It's like, it's like when you're even working out, like even when you are doing a bicep curl and you're just kind of going through the motions, but if you're actually really feeling the contraction and the um, eccentric, like you're going to get more out of the workout as well. Yes. And so that's an amazing, uh, the workouts can be a meditation, can Mm -hmm. be resourcing for your whole system of fully being present, fully feeling it, even when it's uncomfortable. And my message to, you know, women and people in society, if you feel like crying, (laughs) like turning it, you know, 
protect yourself in a way, if you're at the gym and that feels too vulnerable, you can let your inner emotional self know, hey, I'm going to go in the car. I'm just going to take a moment before I go pick up the kids. I'm just going to be with what's here. Mm-hmm. You don't need to fix anything. You don't need to know why you're crying. You don't need to know why. Just stop it. it. Just let the intelligence of your body move and heal you. And when I say move, you want to move the energy, not think about it. And why? That stops the healing mechanism. Mm-hmm. That unused energy can become um, backlog. And so, you know, you're, you're going to want to eat more or eat less or, you know, that your system is a little gunked up. So it wants to heal it like a scab, right? I don't think about it all day. Oh my gosh, I cut myself. Am I going to get a scab? Like just let your emotions heal just like your body knows how to heal. And like your digestive system. I don't think about Mm -hmm. digesting my lunch. I know my body's doing it. So just, just to hand it over. Okay. Oh, I'm feeling something. Let me hand it over to my body let it do it. And that takes time. Like I'm saying this and it sounds cool, but it takes time. Um, a good tool for that is, as you said, mindfulness when you're working out, but also journaling, um, journaling isn't a diary. It's not, it's meant to be an integration tool, like where you're being present, you're writing what's arising in the moment and you're witnessing. And so it's this integration with your body. It also your, your heart chakra your heart here, if you don't know what that means, that's okay. But this, this heart center is also attached to your hand. So you're integrating your body, you're integrating your heart and you're witnessing yourself. You're having a a strong self-relationship in that moment where you just get to be with what is here. Mm -hmm. That is really amazing. Like there's even, um, an artist exercise called the morning pages. It's really popular with other entrepreneurs, writers, creatives where Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist's Way, you know, you just write in the morning. You don't think about it. You just get it out because you're clearing your pipes of like stuff stuck from an irritation. Someone cut you off yesterday. Like if you don't let it process, it stays in you. Yeah. And you're writing is such a powerful thing. I feel so much better when I write it down. Even like I've even done like written emails. Like if, you know, whatever, like to a person and I haven't even sent it to them, but it feels so much better. Like you've, you've cleared it up for, for you. And it's most of your inner talk anyway. It's like, it's the story you're telling yourself, right? Absolutely. And you just get it on the page and out of you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out of you. Cause your body, like our nature wants to be present. All of our programming has a whole other agenda that we all want to be present. That's what everybody wants is they want to be here. You want to be here when you're looking at your kid and they're laughing and you want to, you don't want to be thinking about the dishes. Like you want to be here. That fulfillment is being here. It's not something over there. So even when you're on your body plan, the fulfillment is here now that, oh my God, I feel amazing. My body is here now to start to practice because then you just get better and better and better at it at aligning with what's already there. Um, So yeah, writing is amazing because it moves the energy. You can throw it out. Like, don't keep all your journals. Like, just let it go. <laughs> um, on that note, though, your inner child is a concept that's now popular. When I was 26 learning this, I was very skeptical. I was like, where is it? What does it do? <laughs> it's just like, this makes no sense. <laughs> so, but because I was an A student, I, of course, did the homework and wanted to get my degree. So there's, a, there's an exercise with writing where you write a question with your dominant hand. So let's say a right-handed is most common. 
hey, Jenna, like what's really going on? Like, if I'm just, I'm, what's really going on? Like, kind of like your best friend, like, hey girl, like, what's up, right? And they don't let you get off the hook. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but I still feel like there's something that you do that for yourself. Then you go left hand and it's awkward and weird, but it gets you connected to your subconscious and the stuff that comes that I could never have consciously accessed or imagined is bizarre and amazing because this part of you that's not getting heard and most likely was not heard at a younger age. And I'm not a parent shamer. We just haven't been taught these tools or haven't had these values of like full inner expression. It's actually a luxury, right? <laughs> you have to have all your needs met mm -hmm. in order to explore these realms of, of full expression and self-actualization. So it's not wrong or bad. It's just that some parts of you haven't been heard and they're trying to express themselves or react or have temper tantrums, which might look like cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, where they're just like, I want what I want, what I want, I mean, because you're mostly moms, you're going to get that, but you're like that too. And so you get this opportunity to have your left hand express from that deeper part of you. And the only way to do it is to do it. And when I did it, um, I had a pen and paper and a notepad at a desk. I sat and I sat and I sat after writing my question and I got this impulse I want to sit on the ground. I want big poster paper and I want crayon. <laughs> so I thought, okay. So I got, luckily I had crayons and um, it all came out. And it was, um, my mom's a grade one teacher. And it's like, she didn't, she loved them more than you because she spent so much time at work and she was talking about her kids and she would take me on weekends to go set up her classroom. And mm -hmm. I like no part of me ever felt or thought that way consciously. But there was just this part that needed to be heard. And then you don't have to do much with it. Being heard is huge because once it's heard, it's like, okay, okay. And so that's, that's a really cool tool that um, you don't need anything for, just pen and paper. Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out. Like it's so easily stored. And for all my fellow strong women out there, there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial. And the entire system only weighs 10 pounds. I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys $100 off your purchase. So I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. The other thing about managing when you're tired is a lot of self-awareness and non-judgment. So like you mentioned that you're like, I'm just not the same person. Mm -hmm. Know who that person is. Mm -hmm. Get really curious. What are the thoughts in their head? How does the body feel? And just get through that phase where you're moving through each segment of the day. Like a really good mindset tool is, okay, I just need to get to lunch, right? 
And okay, now I just need to get through this task. Okay, now I just need to like get through those increments and chunk it out. And then it's like a weather pattern, right? It'll just move and just like get through and focus yourself. Yeah, get those markers done. And then you can, like, I, I, I just visualize like how amazing my sleep's going to be that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, right? Cause it's like a movie trailer. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? And then like last night, my kids, my kids keep waking up really early. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put like major garbage bags all over their, their windows just so they don't wake. And they didn't wake up early, but then I got more sleep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So that's a little trick, guys. If your kids yeah. are waking up early, that's another amazing guys. trick. Yeah, with the sun <laughs> and everything. Yes, absolutely. So like, and then you know, those creative tools come, right? Like, mm. we'll just do this. But the real thing is to not judge. We judge ourselves so harshly, and it's just been trained that we think judgment will lead to results. That that's how you get to your highest expression, and it's not true. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like being mean to yourself being like, I should be this. I should be that. Why am I tired? Why am I grumpy? Oh, I'm grumpy. Okay. Now what? It, it just, it's grump. I call it the grumps. Like I'll go through <laughs> after I did a lot of trauma healing and uh, recovery work and transformation. Eventually I was like, Oh, it's okay to have an off day. Like this is totally normal. This doesn't mean I need to fix something. This doesn't mean I have an unhealed pattern. You know, when you do a lot of work, you can overthink that too. And it's, it's becomes its own addiction. Yeah. It's like, what, Oh, what do I need? What do I need? What book do I need to read? What do I, you know, it could become its own thing, but to just be like, I have the grumps. That's cool. Accept it. Yeah. 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 So that is another one. Cause you need that uh, contrast in your life to enjoy the really amazing moments. I feel yeah. like you, you need to have those, those days, right. Where you're, where you have that contrast and then you can be more, way more grateful for amazing days. Yeah. And sometimes when you're, you're doing a program, like a transformation program, like yourself and what I do with clients, it's like, you have to have a, a reboot day where just mm. less, less is happening so that the changes can take place much like working out. You do yep. work then you have the rest. It's the same. Yeah. Your being and weather, like the ocean, you know, ebb, low night, day. Like if we can embrace rhythm, Mm. it's kind of like, okay, I'm having a low energy day. Okay. So, you know, you just kind of adjust like the weather Yeah, and just let it go. And so that, that saves so much energy because all that pushing against yourself, that's what leads to, you just want relief right? Yeah. That's what leads to you breaking out of a, of a routine. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the time. That's a great point. And that's like, that's where I came up with correct and continue because we're yeah. not going to have perfect dates all the time. Like it is all part of the journey, having those low days. It's just whether you kind of pick up the puzzle pieces and keep going or like the difference between a person that that doesn't succeed is the one that throws in the towel in those tough moments, right? Yes. It's that I remember I was like, I had COVID, right? So yes, you you had COVID at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You were so positive throughout the I don't know if it was just because you had to, but you were you were awesome. Oh well, I was like, I what I was kind of like, okay, well, I'll just stick to the meal plan. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, it wasn't until after about a month and a half that I was starting, I was like, enough of that. I started to get a little frustrated. Yeah, yeah, because it, <laughs> it lingered. Like, it lingered. <laughs> it lingered, and I couldn't, you know, 
go full out in my workouts. But then, I, but then it was a really great teaching. It's like how to do a workout at 70% because my battery isn't at a hundred percent. And that was huge for me to not go all in, like how that high achiever, right? Like all in, crush it, da, 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 and to just go, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do, and I'm going to stop at 70% and not overdo it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my mind was like, uh, can it just be perfect? And so I did, I did have a little bit of a hiccup there afterwards, but, but yeah, like just like going through it and sticking to it. And then Jackie said in the group, you know, it was, it's so logical and we're all very intelligent, but sometimes we just need to hear something because we're a little beaten down and because we're, our inner child is up and your inner child, by the way, you're every age you've ever been now, your mm-hmm. whole, your psyche is two years old. 14 years old, 22 years old. And like, if you're 70, 40 years old, like your 40 year old self is they're all here now. Yeah. So sometimes if you're like, wow, I'm really off. You can actually ask yourself, what age am I right now? Mm. And, and, and you'll feel like, oh, this is like two years old and completely a two-year-old right now, or this is me being at 14. And, and, and it just, it isn't to do anything about it, but it's just fascinating to just be like, okay, this is who's driving the ship for a little while until mm-hmm. I get back online. And then, you know, you don't want to like buy stuff with your credit card <laughs> or go to the grocery store. Like you just kind of want to go, okay, do I want my eight-year-old to buy my groceries? No. <laughs> do you want your six-year-old to plan your future? <laughs> you know, no, not a good idea. And so just kind, even when I was dating, I'm like, I'm 11 years old right now. I should not be kissing this man. <laughs> this feels very strange. So there's all these things to do. I think Jenny got a little bit frozen there, but we'll just keep going. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about pain. And so pain, like you can't mindset over a whole system dealing with pain. You really have to manage and be gentle, slow, and kind. That kind of pain means mental pain, emotional pain, and even spiritual pain. And so it isn't about hanging out and marinating in pain. It really is, okay, you know, I'm grieving right now. I'm grieving right now. So my gear is going to change a little bit. I'm not going to be on high gear. I'm not going to be, you know, in my case, Jenna, 100% when I'm on, when I have COVID, I have to change my gear down a little bit and make that be my new metric of success of gentle, slow, and kind, because just like a fever, your body's dealing with grief. Your body's dealing with existential. I turned 50. Oh my gosh. Am I living my purpose? Am I, am I going to die with regret? Like we have pain and to be with our pain allows it to move and allows again, those weather patterns that to know, you know, mental pain looks like too much noise in your head, negative thinking, judging yourself. Um, judge like unhealed wounds from other bully people a really mean boss a really mean brother my brother was insanely abusive he would say you're a fat piece of shit you no one will ever love you because he was a teenage boy and he thought i'm helping you because he saw how girls at school got teased for so he thinks it's love and i'm i'm being emotionally abused so you can still have that mental pain it can also be emotional pain and then um, again, like spiritual pain, people don't think about that. Am I connected to the whole? Am I, am I part of something? And we can have spiritual pain as well. And so trying to be 100% while you're in pain is not kind. It's not loving. 
So change your metrics to match your situation, to match your circumstance. After my dad committed suicide, I had to deal with my emotionally abusive brother. And um, it, it was so much that I literally didn't have any strength. I would go to do a lap pull down, which I'm like, Jenny knows I'm like beast mode. <laughs> like I'm very strong. So I'm doing like 120 on the lap pull down and I could only do 60. I could only do 60. It was like 50% of my strength. And it was just so, uh, it was just so discombobulating that the only solution is to change how I'm relating to myself during that phase with kindness and to change those metrics from high performance to kindness and love and embracing what is and going with the rhythms each day. So I feel like a lot of energies have started moving <laughs> about people feeling that and, um, you know, just like, let yourself feel it, let yourself be how you are. And, and just, again, gentle, slow, kind is the tool. That's your new metric, gentle, slow, kind. I love that, Jenna. Yeah. And now you are saying there's an inner child now, and then to also, how do you channel your inner adult? Are these the, are these the tools you use to channel your inner? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So your inner adult. Um, so if you draw a triangle, this is, this is helpful. Mm -hmm. You're like, if you draw a triangle in the bottom left is your child and then the right is your adult. And then in the top is your higher self or your future self or whatever, whatever, like overarching bigger than you self is, but I use higher self. And so your child needs structure. <laughs> your child needs we're going to go to bed at eight, you know, not militant, loving, supportive, coaching, encouraging, accepting, like that kind of adult looks like meal prep, looks like putting your workout in the calendar, looks like prioritizing when you're dawdling. And, you know, I was like scrolling through Instagram. Well, I don't do it that often, but I was like, oh, I got, you know, I really do need to get there by 11.15 or I'm going to be rushing. So my adult is the manager. It's the support. It's the safety. So the key mm. with the adult is creating safety. Do you betray yourself? Do you overly people please? Do you not set boundaries? I was just, I just got a text message from a friend. She's like, I was at a cafe and I was writing my, she's an entrepreneur. I was writing my sales page and then some lady came in and felt like talking to me. And then a half an hour was gone. And I was like, she's like, but I feel like, and this is where the mind messes with you, but I feel like it was on purpose. And, and she, you know, I learned. And then at the end, she was like, then I was resentful. And then I was tired. And then I was mad at myself that I didn't get it done. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. You don't need to make something mean something. You can just kind of own like, oh, wow, I didn't set a boundary. Mm -hmm. What, you know, what I was there to do was this. And then I let someone else take my time, energy and attention. Like you can't get that back. So you yeah. will feel resentful. Um, so your adult creates the, that, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually writing this thing for the next 30 minutes, but you can be kind about it. Um, mm -hmm. You can set boundaries without being a bitch, I call it. Like it doesn't have to be this like, do not call me after you don't have to be so harsh to be heard you just need to mm -hmm. be clear because women have this way of like talking around something and trying to do morse code and like sign language and then they are really upset when someone doesn't hear them clearly yeah, yeah. yeah. responsibility <laughs> so, yeah 
It, and it's, it's the same with women coming into a program and they're like, you know, I, I don't know if I can find the time to work out, but then when we start going through their day and with, and what's soaking up most of their time is, you know, the other people, it's like, yeah. you just have to speak up and ask for some help and set that intention and boundary around that time. 45 minutes is not that much time you no. can do it. And it's just like, it's looking at your schedule and planning, right? It's, it's really just planning ahead and being strategic with your time. Because if you are missing your time all the time, you are going to feel resentment eventually. And that resentment feeling, Jenny, is what will drive you to binge. Because you've given your energy, mm -hmm. you want energy back. So when you're feeling completely depleted and you're overgiving of your energy and you're people pleasing, this intelligence in you is saying, I need more, but you don't need more food you need more you mm. you need to protect that because that desire to full build a tank is your nature it's intelligent but it yeah. just gets a little off mm -hmm. what do i really need oh i need more energy mm. not in the form of food you know and so that discernment is huge but it's not easy like so even when you're setting it in your calendar to like say no right it's these societal programmings of being nice in order to be lovable as a woman and we need to be able to be kind and powerful as a teaching i have people that i'll walk into a room and late and i'm not trying to do anything and they're like i learned so much from you like because i just walked in i was like i'm i'm five minutes late like i did not zero facts i was just did not care and it i didn't even think about it it's not that i didn't care it's not that it's being disrespectful but there was something about who I was being that taught someone else that they can do that too. Mm. And, and so that's kind, that's kind to like, trust your power, trust your nature, trust that, by the way, another cool tip to know is like all of nature, a tree has what it needs to grow a squirrel. I took care of a baby squirrel one time and it was fascinating to see it thrive and learn without the mom, learn how to do things without any teacher like literally their nature coming through and it would just start to hop around and, and hide its nut and no one taught it to do mm -hmm. that. So like to, to trust your nature, that your nature is in alignment with all of nature. So the thing to do is to be not selfish, but selfful, you know, where, where you're like, I am, the, my job is to be my nature because that's what I'm here to do. And that's going to make me a good mom because nature is super intelligent. So I love deferring to something. <laughs> something yeah. more intelligent than me. I'm like, okay, thank you. Do it for me. Cause that overwhelmed adult going back to the triangle needs that. Yeah. But I'm, I got nothing. I've done everything I can do. And that's when you surrender and trust mm -hmm. faith. And that takes time and development. And that creates a whole other different systemic safety. That is a game changer. This is so awesome. Then I feel like you can come on again. <laughs> probably like, you probably just like, you know, just did one little topic and there's probably a thousand more that you can, that you can talk to. And I, I just, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah. Um, because I know that you have some cool, um, gifts for people, like, so they can start working on their inner self right away. Yes. So let yeah. us know where we can find you. Yes. So mm -hmm. my website is Jenna Smith coaching.com J E N N A Smith coaching.com. 
on my website, if you go to programs, there is free resources, um, how to tune into your heart space, how to tune into your body. Um, they're less than eight minutes. Everything is meant to be woven into your busy day and not extra stuff. That is not what people need. Yeah. So you can start and there's a really cool tool called the well-being checklist, or I think I, I called it the energy management tool. Anyway, it's a checklist where you put what makes you you, what mm. keeps you full, and then you kind of gamify and manage your perfectionism and manage your A student or whoever identity you need to manage to just see, okay, did I weave something today? Cause that makes me feel alive. Did I do this today? And it could be two minutes. It could be 30 seconds. It's just that you're creating this energy container that your energy, a whole being energy um, is full. And then you notice when you're on a 50% day, cause you're not doing the things that make you feel like you, you're not protecting your time. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, ugh, like life feels crappy. So you yeah, start yeah, to feel yeah. really empowered. Like life isn't, it, it reverses your victim story. Life isn't happening to you. you you're like, okay, I, ha I have some, I have some power here. That's so um, that's a super cool tool as well. And then if you want to get in touch with me, there's information about how I work with people. And I am coming out with the F the fat um, eight week program, which is about not about body transformation, which is where pretend potentially Jenny's team comes in of if yep. you do want to have some tools for body transformation uh, physically, but it is about taking the energy we use on body obsession, on body judgment, on um, just all that energy. You guys know what I mean. Yeah. Anybody yeah. Letting it go, like letting it go. Oh, yeah. but not just yeah. letting it go, transmuting it mm -hmm. into your creative endeavors, who you want to be, taking that mm, energy, that. making it clay to build cool shit. Like that's what women need to be doing is just emancipate from that whole mess and be. I love that, Jenna. And I'll include the links in the podcast notes as well. Uh, I like to ask this to all my guests at the end. What does the word strong mean to you? I believe strong means capable. And I believe it means like, it's a feeling actually. Mm. Like I just felt, um, this feeling of I'm full, I'm here, I can be me, and I have all the tools to be me here and now with where I am and what I have. Um, so whatever those habits are that support that energy and maintain that energy allows us to be that, that like a wind instrument or a vehicle of our full potential. I love that, Jenna. Thank you so much for coming on today. I cannot wait to share this with the world on a podcast and I would love to have you back on and, and I'm excited to work with you more closely. Yay. Thank you so much. Thanks. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 
discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnabelle Pay. Take care and stay strong.